Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. It is officially fall. September 22nd marked the first day of fall. And this morning when I went to my car, it was really the first day of fall for me. It was 57 degrees outside. I had no hoodie on. It was brisk. I had to move my car to go somewhere. And I picked up a nice pumpkin spice coffee at my local coffee place. And I absolutely love the fall. Leaving the house with that cool, brisk air. In the middle of the day, it's nice and warm where you can take your hoodie off and walk around and not sweat. And then when you come home at night, the air is brisk and cool. And you put on the TV because all the new shows are out. And because Halloween is 32 days away, my favorite types of show are out there to watch. All the paranormal shows, all the science fiction shows. And it just marks in your mind knowing that when you start seeing all the fall shows come back out and the air changing and the trees changing that the other holidays are right around the corner halloween is just 32 days away and right after halloween before you know it it's thanksgiving and then right after thanksgiving it's grind time to buy gifts it is christmas and it's just the official go ahead to know that all the holidays are on the way and today actually to me was pretty much like the first real field day of the fall. Now to get into the news, as per IGN, there might be another planet in our solar system. A new study theorizes that a large yet to be identified planet, which would be the ninth one, could exist on the outer part of our solar system. This has been something that's been talked about for years now, but it popped up again. I added it to my news segment. Do I think there is another planet out there? By now we might have discovered it, but we're theorizing that there could potentially be another planet. As per the New York Times, I want you to keep this news in your mind for the episode at hand because this means that it could have been humans or it could have been something else, but I'll get into it. As per the New York Times, human footprints found in New Mexico are about 23,000 years old. A study reported suggesting that people may have arrived long before the Ice Age glaciers melted. This could change everything in anthropology, archaeology, and in history with this report. Uh, if you want to see this, go on to New York Times and type in human footprints found in New Mexico and you will see the article. Or just type it in on Google, it will definitely come up. A new biotechnology company is aiming to genetically resurrect the woolly mammoth by 2027. Colossal, which launched on Monday, received $15 million initial funding for this project. The company's goal is to develop a de-extinction library of animals as well as how as long as house genetic DNA embryos from endangered animals. Now, as per the comments that I saw when looking at this article, there is a legitimate movie series, which originally I believe was a book, on why this could be a bad idea. However, I would not mind seeing a woolly mammoth be brought back to life because woolly mammoths were herbivores and they're just hairy elephants with tusks. It would be good to bring back some of the animals like that. I would love to see an elephant bird, um, the dodo bird, the Tasmanian tiger, things like that. But we start kicking into the dinosaur thing. It's just... A bad idea where a science fiction book and movie showed a thousand things that can go wrong with a new movie on the way on what would happen if they're in the city roaming around. So that's something to look forward to in 2027. Now to get into this episode, 
I came across an article that a pyramid-shaped object was found or seen over LA, and I think it just was in April, and was documented to be a real sighting of an unidentified flying object. And we are still hearing about UFOs in the news, and we are still coming across articles on the web. And if you remember an episode that I did in Season 1, it's something that I believe, it's a theory, that during the pandemic of 2020, because people were not out and about, it brought a lot of nature back out to areas we don't normally see them, and it brought upon a ton of UFO sightings. There was really nobody out and about during the pandemic. I remember working as an essential worker and seeing the streets, driving to work, driving home from work, getting to work in 10 minutes and getting home in 10 minutes, which is unheard of. And it was like a movie. There was barely any cars. There was barely any people outside. And because of this low traffic and low human contact or humans walking about, Nature came back and also it brought upon a increase of UFOs. And the government, Pentagon, released actual documentation saying that maybe aliens might not be real, but there are in fact UFOs. And when they did release that, they said weeks later that, you know, it might not be aliens. It's just it's just UFOs, trying to kind of correct or tone down what they might have said and you know let people assume that oh man if you know if UFOs are real they might be aliens so they kind of went and backtracked and released another seg- uh, statement about aliens or whatever not being real so on and so forth but anyways not too long after that another report came out that 143 of the UFO sightings were unknown they have no idea what they could potentially be. Now, I don't know what that really means if the other sightings were, you know, we knew what they were, but 143 unknown things flying around that we don't know what it is is not just concerning, but we don't know what it is and it could potentially be aliens. And with all this stuff that I'm reading and seeing on the internet, on TV shows especially, you're going to hear me talk about this show forever. Paranormal Court on Camera always has a video clip of something in the sky. So UFO sightings happen on the regular and they're videoed and they make it to either a TV show or the news. And we're seeing them more and more and more. And I feel like 2020 kicked off an uptick and an uprise, which I think it went up in 2020, 28 to 30-something percent. And people actually now believe more in aliens and UFOs. It's going up so much that it had me question... Um. I'm hoping other people, you know, think or questioning the same thing. Do they come in peace? Which is why this episode is called We Come in Peace. So it really made me believe like, all right, these things are coming here. They're being cited. What if they're aggressive? And what if the Independence Day movie happens? You know, then what? Are these things here in peace? And a couple of weeks ago, I watched something on, I believe it was Amazon um, documentary or show about alien abductions. And I watched it and a lot of the people on this show were saying that when they were quote-unquote abducted, um, for the most part, on a scale from 1 to 10, 8 out of 10 people said their experience you know, was scary. But it, they felt after the fact that these things were trying to help them. And even some of the people were 
telepathically communicated to that they were not there or not abducted to harm the individual aboard the um, aboard the UFO. And there was a famous story that is a one of the most famous abduction stories about Betty and Barney Hill. And their story came about to the news from, I believe, a news reporter from Boston finally picked up their story. And they were, uh, their story is basically they were kind of on a road trip that was a last minute decision. And I'm giving you in a nutshell. And they were followed by this light in the sky and then woke up somewhere. And then, you know, time passed and they had these really bad dreams. And they went to go see someone like a, um, hypnotist and they were hypnotized and ended up seeing what they saw which they couldn't remember and telling this hypnotist what they encountered and apparently Betty and Barney Hill were abducted and most of their experience was yes yeah, scary but they kind of felt that is they whatever took them was there to kind of help them or study them and this is not just the only UFO story that we hear of people getting abducted. There was a famous UFO encounter with Boy Scouts and a Scoutmaster um, and a ton of other ones. And their experiences usually are, like I said, it's, it's going to be scary getting taken aboard somewhere that you don't know where you are and seeing something completely different than a human. Um, people describe these aliens nine out of ten times as being small in height with these black eyes and an ovular shaped head, which we know now in terms from many years of studying UFOs and aliens as the gray alien. And what usually happens is you are laid onto a table where you are experiencing this paralysis and they're doing things to you. And some report they can't feel anything. Some people that were supposedly abducted report that they can feel things and they're studying them. And then again, telepathically being spoken to that we're not here to hurt you. We're here to study you. And then before you know it, you are just laying down in bed. Um, some people that were abducted recall the experience. And some people like the Hills don't. Um, Betty and Barney Hill didn't recall the experience when they woke up and they had to go see a psychiatrist and a hypnotist to recall their encounter. Um, so what I'm getting at here is people that are abducted are an experience, experiencing some say horrific experience are saying that these beings are talking to them and doing experiments and bringing them back to earth essentially unharmed but coming back with some of them saying that these things were didn't mean to do anything to me they were here to help um now ufo sightings and experiences like this have been actually portrayed in pictures back to like biblical times so these abductions that were happening from the 1930s or 40s all the way to current where people I feel kind of died down with the abduction stories have reported being abducted and seeing UFOs and it's just not privy to this time period of seeing UFOs. Now the abductions again from I would say the 40s to current 
is when we heard of alien abductions. But UFO sightings have dated back probably longer than that, where there are actual paintings with biblical figures on it with objects in the background that do not look biblical or don't match the times that the picture was painted around. And I'm just going to go and you can remember what I'm saying and actually look and Google these photos so that you guys can see. There is a picture with the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, 1350. And in the left-hand corner of the picture and the right-hand corner, there's these circular objects. Now, the painting is above the altar of Visoki Dikani Monastery in Kosovo. Again, I am not pronouncing these names right. Um, I do not speak um, anything with the Kosovo language, so I'm going to pronounce wrong. But Crucifixion of Jesus Christ, 1350, in Visoki Dikani Monastery in Kosovo, two UFOs are seen on both top corners of this painting. Um, the artist painted this. Why they put circular objects into this painting is, you know, it raises an eyebrow. Did they see something at that time to make them paint this photo? Um, the photo is everything biblical, but the only thing that looks off from that time period is on the left-hand corner and right-hand corner of these circular objects. Uh, another photo, the Miracle of the Snow, 1428 to 1432, painted by Masolino da Panacal. The Miracle of Snow portrays the legend of snowfall that happened on a hot summer day in Rome in the 4th century. Jesus and Mary seem to be overlooking the incident from the top of a cloud, but behind them are a lot of disc shaped objects now this artist painted this photo and mind you this, this is from 1428 to 1432 and you can see jesus and mary on this circular object looking down at people shoveling snow in the summertime and in the background the there are more objects that are circular so there's one where jesus and mary are on it and then in the background other circular objects. Now, this is the one that I remember watching from, I believe, Ancient Aliens and asking why did this artist in the late 1400s, this particular picture, show a disc-shaped object that clearly, clearly, clear as day looks as it looks like a UFO. The picture is called the Madonna with Saint Giovanni, late 1400s. The Madonna with Saint Giovino, I believe is Giovino, is a fascinating painting as it shows an airborne craft on the top right-hand corner behind Madonna's shoulder. Some have speculated that her position is such that it seems like she's trying to protect her children from an alien object. Also, a man is seen looking at the UFO as his dog barks. Now, these pictures were um, taken off sports.yahoo.com. Um, that's where I found these photos and quotes to read it to you. These three ones that I read to you are the ones that I remember from shows and are the more famous of UFO sightings from biblical times. Now, these artists that painted these photos all the way back to the earliest one with the Jesus crucifixion photo, it being in 1350 and the other ones in the 1428, 1400s to the Madonna picture was in the 1400s. These are old paintings with disc UFO shaped objects in the painting so that goes to show you that people from back then are literally painting photos and painting artwork with things that they saw and putting it in their artwork and it matches the likeness of ufos 
which goes to show you that UFOs may have not just been a thing starting in the 1920s and to current. They were probably seen back then. Now, you go to a show like Ancient Aliens that goes to show you how these ancient civilizations came about. And a lot of these shows allude to aliens coming down and helping the people of the times. Now, even though there's people out there that believe that the pyramids were built genuinely by the Egyptians, there are other people that say that to this day, the equipment that we have now would not be able to build what the Egyptians built. And if you follow the ancient alien show, they theorize, these ancient astronaut theorists, theorize that they had helped to build these pyramids with the way they were constructed, with the way they are aligned with the stars, to the pure size of these buildings, these pyramids. And there are hieroglyphics in Egypt that have objects that cannot be identified by archaeologists. So there is a belief that in ancient times, in biblical and the Egyptian times, and even in other countries, in other um, like Mayans and Incans, um, and if you remember the episode um, about that I spoke about Pumapunku, there's a lot of things around the world that were built in ancient times that makes you raise an eyebrow as how it was built. And there, the show Ancient Aliens alludes to that they may have had help, which makes you believe or think did they come here in peace to help and potentially let humans get started and go on a right path to have Earth go in the right direction and help them build Earth? Maybe because they think Earth is a potential to come here and a it is a sustainable planet that can house life. So you have the people that were abducted, which a majority, I wouldn't say majority, but let's just go with half, say that their experience was horrific and scary but they felt that they weren't being harmed, that the aliens, quote-unquote, weren't there to really harm them. And then you have biblical and ancient times with actual paintings dictating, um, pictating, rather, UFOs in the background. And in all of these, the, thing I, the scenario I spoke about, about the pyramids and the Egyptians, it feels like these objects are here, making themselves known and trying to help out. So... Is that really a sustainable belief that UFOs are here to help? Well, I came across an article, which I'm going to read, about, and this is not only one report. UFOs have been reported to actually deactivate nuclear weapons. Now, if a UFO is seen above a nuclear site, obviously it's going to get attention because Anything regarding nuclear weapons is highly guarded, right? So now, take into the concept that a UFO disarms a nuke, why would that be? Why is that a thing? Why would the UFO do that? Well, again, they're trying to maybe protect, which plays the peace factor. We do come in peace. We're trying in, in peace. We're trying to save you guys from basically destroying yourself. So there's a story I came across. It's from September 28th, 2010. Um, and I'm going to read it right now. And this is from, I believe, um, Fox 5. Um, let me just see here. No, CBS. CBS.com. Okay, so not Fox. Ex-Air Force personnel UFO deactivated nuclear weapons. Whatever the mysterious lights in the sky were, they seemed to have an interest in our nukes. 
one of the most out-of-ordinary press conferences held in Washington this week consisted of former Air Air Force personnel testifying to the existence of UFOs and their ability to neutralize American and Russian nuclear missiles. UFO researcher Robert Hastings of Albuquerque, New Mexico, who organized the National Press Club briefing, said more than 120 former service members had told him they've seen unidentified flying objects near nuclear weapons storage and testing grounds. Stars and Stripes quoted former Air Force Captain Robert Salas, who has a um, who was at Maelstrom Air Force Base in Montana in 1967 when 10 ICMs he was overseeing suddenly became inoperative at the same time base security informs him of a mysterious red glowing object in the sky. Robert Jameson, a retired USF, USAF nuclear missile targeting officer, told several occasions having to go out and restart missiles that had been deactivated after a UFO was sighted nearby. Similar sightings at nuclear sites in the former Soviet Union and Britain were related. So this report, which I read beginning of it, shows that UFOs have been sighted not only in the United States, but in Russia deactivating nuclear weapons. Now, if first of all, the technology to do that just from flying above the base where these nuclear weapons are goes to show you that their technology is super more advanced. Another thing that goes to show you is when the excuse came out when the Pentagon released all this UFO talk and said that it's not alien, it could possibly be China or Russia. Well, if that is happening where they're deactivating nukes, not just in the United States, but in Russia too, as per that report from CBS back in 2010. You can kind of take out Russia and Russia from the equation. Maybe not China, but for them to do that, that's pretty crazy. And again, the way these things are moving and capable of doing something like that, I don't think any country has that technology. So you go into the fact that these things have been cited in biblical times, There's reports and theories of them helping ancient civilizations build what they built. Then you have all the UFO sightings and quote-unquote abductions that have happened where a chunk of people say they don't feel like they were being harmed and they're visited on the regular. Some even say that their sickness or illnesses were cured after being on board an alien spacecraft. And then you have these stories of Russian nuclear weapon facilities and United States weapon facilities having their nuclear um, missiles deactivated kind of shows you that whatever these things or these objects may potentially be are actually doing things to try to benefit humankind. Now, I have opinions on a lot of things and there is this science that there is global warming, that the Earth in the next however many years will be non-inhabitable. And we have people like Elon Musk trying to say that we can get people off this planet and inhabit another planet. Um, There is this global warming thing that we talk about and there is a potential that these beings or ships that are coming here could try to be warning us not only of that, hey, stop destroying the planet, but the potential of you guys have to chill out. That's why we're disarming your nukes. We can see what's going on. 
you know, we have at this point in time, there is a lot of tension amongst us and other countries with everything going on. There is a lot of tension amongst people. And I feel that if they're coming here or they were coming here months ago, years ago, and so on and so forth, they're trying to warn us of something they potentially foresee. All these UFO sightings that are happening with all the documentation of sightings and reports of abductions and these reports of UFOs disarming weaponry, maybe these things, whatever they may be, because I won't flat out say alien, but whatever these things are, maybe they're actually coming here to try to stop us from blowing ourselves up or doing something that the earth is destroyed we obviously can't benefit or live here anymore. And maybe they had the idea to come here and, you know, come to this planet too. You know, right now, Earth is the only planet inhabitable in our solar system that we that we know of. We don't know beyond in other galaxies what's going on. Um, which, if you take that concept of what I just said, other galaxies. We don't know what's in other galaxies. We don't have the capability of traveling trillions of years to see that. Maybe there is technology on a planet in another galaxy and these things are coming here and they found a way to visit. But space is so vast and literally there's possibility of life out there. But right now in our solar system, in our galaxy, so on and so forth, we are the only inhabitable planet. And if we destroy the Earth, that's it. There's nothing, you know, first of all, we won't know about it because we'll be long, long gone before that that day comes. But when Earth ceases to exist, exist life ceases to exist. So these things are probably saying, well, we're getting, we, we've, we have the technology to see what's going on. We have the technology to get here and we're trying to warn you. We've been trying to warn you for, you know, since 1400s, you know, and we have proof in paintings that these things have been seen. We have stories, you know, we, we're not going to go and believe every abduction story, even though some of them have been documented and put forth on a lie detector test to see if they were real or not. But we have um, pictations uh, of UFOs in biblical times. We have hieroglyphics. We have um, questions on how certain things were built, like on Pumapunku and Egypt and um, in other areas of South America and we have all these questions and pictures and reports and sightings now that we know something is here watching us and visiting us. But with some of the abduction stories and missiles deactivating, are they here to warn us of what we might be doing to ourselves and the potential that Earth is going to be inhabitable soon or sooner than we think with the way things are going? in the world right now. And I thought of this um, early in the week last week, and I said, you know what, this is a good talking point with all these sightings and all the stuff. Maybe they're coming here to warn us. Maybe that's why the sightings are increasing. Maybe that's why they're not, you know, they're being sighted and then they disappear. They're just like, hey, we're here. We're trying to warn you guys, so on and so forth. I honestly believe they probably know a lot more than we do. And they're not landing here anymore because of, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I'd stay up there if I knew what was going on down here. I mean, we all know what's going on down here. Maybe they got the scoop and like, you know what? We're just going to swing on down, hover above earth, hover above a city. We're not landing. 
because we know what's going to happen when we land. And let's put it into retrospect here. If they did land, what do you think the government would do? You think they're going to go in there with a handshake? Probably not. The first thing they'd probably do is tax them <laughs> for landing. Second thing is we probably, you know, not be really pleasant to them. We don't know what they are. And that would bring mass hysteria. So I think they know things we don't know. But you know what? It's just a pipe dream right now to even think about something to that extent. But all in all, with all the... I'm not going to say evidence because there's people that don't believe in this, even though it's been confirmed you know, via the government. But I think all in all, with what I spoke about, I think that they've been trying to come here to warn us that, hey, get your stuff together because if you don't, this is what might potentially happen. And there's a lot of things you can watch on TV. Um, I believe the abduction documentary is on Amazon Prime. If you have it and you have a smart TV, you can definitely watch that. Um, if you want to see video clips of UFOs, paranormal caught on camera, it's where to go. The um, UFO report, deactivation of the nukes, that was from September 28, 2010. Uh, you can get that on cbs.news.com slash news slash x-airforce-personnel-ufos-deactivated-nukes. That is a long address, but if you type that in, you will get right to the article that I read, and you can actually read the full article about that. Um, I hope you guys like this episode. Um, and a theory, do we come in peace with all the information that I dropped here? Kind of went a little bit around on every every part and little went went a little everywhere, but there was a lot to get out there within the 30 minutes that I've been do that I'm doing this. But um, if you want to see more reports and more news, just go onto the computer and go watch these shows. There's a lot of stuff that I was watching in the last few weeks, and I tried to put it into one episode. Um, I like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to air my 34th episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor and you have a podcast idea, you should download Anchor and see how it works and get your podcast out there. I am on Instagram and Twitter under the social media name SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.